0: Let's start with a simple example. Two square-shaped boxes made with a mix of polycarbonate plastic, high-grade aluminum and steel, and both have wheels. Both the boxes have a certain number of buttons to operate them. Both have high-grade and powerful motors in them so that they can perform as per their inbuilt capability and capacity. And finally, both are powered by the same source of electric energy. And that's where the similarities end because one box is made for washing clothes and other is made for washing dishes. Both these boxes have two very different purposes of existence, and it will be foolish to compare them or use them interchangeably. Similarly, males and females are fundamentally different both physiologically and psychologically. The internal workings of these two beings are different, at least in the context of how they reach their spiritual goals. In the Vedic stories, rishis and gods are shown meditating and contemplating, and their other half, The females are either shown taking care of the meditative rishi or taking care of their world. For example, the goddess Parvati who is the mother of the universe is either taking care of Shiva the father of this universe as well as taking care of the beings in the universe who is her children. Rishis are least bothered about societal norms. They are more concerned about human upliftment to the highest possible level in the most convenient way possible. They tell us how these two different beings can reach their highest spiritual potential. Males by nature are more grounded and are inclined towards mental focus and contemplation. On the other hand, females by nature are fluid, dynamic and experiential. And hence when a male sits still and contemplates his kundalini works differently. And if Parvati apes the similar behavior of Shiva, she might benefit from the practice in the short term but will never feel the ultimate satisfaction or get the ultimate experience that she deserves. On the other hand, Her kundalini will activate when she is in action because she is geared towards fluidity and dynamic activities. The chakra, anahata, vishuddha, and ajna, as we know, are higher up and represent the heart, the throat, and the third eye, respectively. The heart chakra gets activated when we consciously practice empathy, care, and love. The throat chakra is activated when we intentionally seek knowledge of the divine and the third eye chakra, which represents insights and intuition gets activated when both the heart and the throat chakra are activated. Thus the realized rishis, the wise one, having a deep understanding of the physiological and psychological level, devised an action plan or a method by which females can reach their highest truth. Females are blessed with the natural qualities required to activate their heart chakra, the throat chakra and the third eye. Hence, just by performing specific actions, she activates their kundalini naturally. For example, Caring for her family and the community activates empathy, love, and care. It expands her heart chakra. The more she expands her heart chakra, the more she connects with her higher self. When she focuses her mind and preoccupies herself with learning and engaging with music, dance, art, and any creative fields, as well as actions connected to devotional activities, she expands her knowledge of divine love. It increases her intuitive powers to experience the unmanifested divine. When the third eye chakra is sufficiently nourished with the actions done at the heart and throat chakra level, it will allow her to experience bliss. Men, on the other hand, need to take two complex journeys. The first journey is to break free from the magnetic power of lower chakras which is predominantly masculine, and once that is accomplished, they are faced with the most difficult one. It is to meet their feminine side. It is because a man has a female in him. In other words, the Y chromosome dominates masculinity, and the X chromosome supports the Y. In the spiritual journey, when a male moves up, he has to activate all the qualities of the feminine, which we discussed earlier, without losing his male identity. And hence Shiva and Vishnu are represented as the highest form of masculine energy. For example, for an ordinary male, the simple act of becoming a father can sometimes trigger the feminine side within him. Therefore, It is natural for the Y chromosome to immediately dominate and suppress the X. That's why you will notice most males will avoid becoming the caretaker of the babies, not because they don't want to connect, but because their Y chromosomes dominate them. In recent times as well as in the history of spiritual seekers, you will find a majority of seekers are males, not because females don't seek. It is simply because, for men, it is the most challenging journey to take. And men are always attracted to the highest challenges to conquer. On the other hand, females are blessed with the supreme experience without as much effort as male has to go through. Because of this, females are considered superior in the spiritual context or the higher four realms and males are considered superior in the worldly context or the lower two realms. The higher three realms are the three chakras above the navel, and the two lower realms are the two chakras below the navel. The Rishis of India The original designers of Indian societal structure designed the society for the spiritual way of life. With a lot of compassion for the ordinary householder, men and women of the society recommended certain roles so that both could reach their highest potential by mutually respecting the fundamental difference between them.